0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, Bronco Mendenhall will start a senior quarterback for the fourth time in his head coaching era. Why, that's bad news for Nebraska.
1: Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson and linebacker David Nixon on what they expect as we get you ready for Saturday. Plus, women's soccer dominates in front of a
0: record-setting crowd and a huge payday for Cougars on the PGA Tour. Let's go.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
0: and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation, back to work on a Monday, live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. August 31st, wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with one of the founding fathers of Countdown to Kickoff,
1: Jerem Jordan. It's game week, baby. It is game week! Is everyone pumped or what? Absolutely they are. I know some of the students on campus are really pumped. The only thing is they have class now. That's the issue. Today is the first day of class on campus. We wish all of our students, including the ones on our crew, the best of luck this semester. But it is game week! And BYU is playing Nebraska today in soccer. The women's soccer team sets the stage <laughs> for the game on Saturday today. It's game week. It's game week, baby. I am so pumped. We do this countdown to the Cornhuskers every stinking day, and we are finally pretty stinking close. It is
0: also a very happy BYU football Independence yeah. Day. Five years.
1: Hear the music. It's been five years, man, since Thomas Homo made that incredible announcement. Five years ago, or one fourth of a score. BYU
0: declared independence in Division I college football to life, liberty, and the pursuit of a P5. Well said. Over the past month, we have invited all of you to exercise your inalienable right... Is this a recorder? ...to vote for the greatest play in BYU football independence. That's a trumpet. Today, we proclaim our winner, Jerem,
1: in our BYU Sports Nation Bracket Challenge. And the winner of the greatest play in football independence, as voted by you, the fans is Taysom Hill's Leap of Faith. At 57%, it beats out Kyle Van Noy's hit six at 42.7%.
0: Brian Logan called it. He went with the Leap of Faith. Brian Logan
1: always calls it, man.
0: The three seed is the winner in the 16
1: seed bracket. That was fun. That was fun. We hope everyone enjoyed that in August. Uh, Now that that's over, let's play some football.
0: Now that that's over, let's get to our... BYU Sports Nation headlines. Starting with BYU women's soccer, they dominated Colorado 2 0 on Friday at Southfield, setting a new home attendance record. It was bonkers. 5,589 fans, as Jeremy mentioned, BYU at Nebraska today, trying to go 3 and 0. What's the fire code there?
1: Like, how, how do you continue to break a record? You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be someone from the, the, the fire chiefs showing up and being like, Three, four. Nope! You're out of here! We can't have you come in anymore. <laughs> Cougars in the PGA did work in the Barclays. Did you hear about this? Zach Blair tied for fourth and Daniel Summerhayes tied for sixth. Blair jumped from 106th in the FedEx standings to 45th with his finish. And how much money did they make each? Okay, yesterday?
0: I, I, this was sent to me there's by Ojo
1: O'Brien. A lot of tithing here.
0: Thanks at Joe O'Brien for this. Zach Blair made $363,000. <laughs> yesterday! And Daniel Summerhayes pulled in a cool two hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars. Wow. For four days of work. One That's pretty weekend.
1: Efficient. It's pretty efficient.
0: Well done. Hey, some BYU NFL news. Wani Unga had five tackles in a New York Giants loss in the preseason. Alani Fua had a tackle in an Arizona win. Kyle Van Noy, this is good news here. Says his injury is a week to week thing, but has yet to announce what injury it is. He says he doesn't expect to be out for a very long time. Also, the Minnesota Vikings and I was shocked to see this, have released Jordan Leslie. He didn't make the first cut.
1: I don't think they even targeted him in uh, preseason. That was my pick to make the team, so way off on that one. We hope Jordan makes another team. The 11th-ranked women's volleyball team, didn't hear about this, went 2-for-3 this weekend in L.A. to open up the season. BYU beat Chicago State and beat 7th-ranked North Carolina. Nice win for the 11th-ranked coaches, but were swept by number 22 USC on their home court. BYU uh, returns... To action this weekend. That is correct. Perfect time to rise and
0: shout. It's game week. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Senior swag for even the most cautious of BYU fans. What we are about to discuss will surely make you consider reaching for those blue goggles. I've got them. I'm ready. On Saturday afternoon, BYU will open the season in Lincoln, Nebraska at Memorial Stadium. 3.30 Eastern, ABC National. The objective? End a 29-game home opening win streak held by one of the traditional powers in all of college football. BYU will do so with a senior quarterback in Taysom Hill, and Jerem, history is on the Cougar side. That brings us to an early stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat
1: of the day. BYU senior quarterbacks are 5-1 in season opening games the last 20 years. Four of those were against Power 5 Team Spencer when BYU has a senior quarterback in the opening game. It is good news. I can hear some of you now. Yeah, but who have they played, Jerem? It's a nice list. Listen to this. 2012, Washington State. 2009, Oklahoma. 2006, Arizona. 2001, Tulane. 99, Washington. And 96, Texas a So there's a decent list there, right? And you look at Sark, Federick, Doman, Beck, Hall, Nelson. We will talk to Riley Nelson coming up on the show. And with another P5
0: opener for a BYU senior approaching, we ask all of you today's
1: BYU Sports Nation Twitter question. So with that in mind, what do you expect the BYU offense to produce against Nebraska? Use the hashtag BYUSN at jmore007. Opening drive touchdown. First game jitters causing penalties. Ultimately a big-time win at Nebraska. 31-24 Cougars. 31
0: points projected by at Mort 7 Now, to be fair, we have to look at the slower starts BYU has had in season openers under Bronco Mendenhall in his 10-season openers. BYU averaging 17 points per game. That's
1: not good, but are only giving up 14 in those season openers. And you look at last year. BYU put up 35, granted against a two-win Connecticut team, eventually. This is a nine-win Nebraska team. Uh, but going across the country, uh, you know, d- there are a lot of reasons why BYU is going to put up points in this game, in my opinion. My answer to the Twitter question is that I think BYU scores in the 30s. I think BYU comes out really? and plays a really good game. Let me tell you why. Wow. You're three of Go Fast, Go Hard. Okay. We talked to Taysom Hill last week, and he told us that he is comfortable with the offense to the point where he knows it like the back of his hand, and he can talk to Dr. Bob. Robert and I, and say, I'm not, I don't like this play as much in this situation. Can we do this? Senior quarterback, like you mentioned, lots of wide receivers. Obviously no Jamal Williams is a huge blow. Continuity on the offensive line. I think BYU starts fast. I really do. Now this is an interesting dynamic because we've told you the great success that BYU senior
0: quarterbacks have had in season openers, but then there is that slow start. Hey, BYU put up Three years ago or two years ago with Taysom as the starter at Virginia, thirteen points. His first road start ever. Last year they put up thirty five, but that was against a two win team in the University of Connecticut. Should have been fifty. So I'm kinda gonna go I'm gonna go in between that thirteen and that thirty five. Are you playing my role and I'm playing your role too? I am going right to the benchmark for BYU. Twenty four. First to twenty four wins this game mm. at Nebraska.
1: Are they are those the grand rules or are they gonna play the full sixty? They're going to play a oh, okay. full sixty. I just, Come on, I just check.
0: But I say first to twenty four in this game, we'll win at Nebraska.
1: Mm. Let's give. Let me give you some other stuff on Nebraska. Okay, four of the top five tacklers are gone. Good news. One of those guys, Randy Gregory, NFL draft pick. He was good. They run a four three defense. Three of those defensive line starters are back. Came okay, Malik Collins is one of those guys. You will hear his name. He's really good. Similar to Malcolm Brown for Texas last year. Who ended up being a very good defensive lineman. Now
0: Malik okay? Collins is BYU's Bronson Kafusi. Um, different in that he's a defensive tackle, but meaning more, that he's the NFL guy. He's the NFL he's prospect their NFL on that pro- defense. Pro- the
1: biggest NFL prospect. Correct. Right? Four seniors on that defense. The leader of the defense seems to be a safety named Nate Gary. Only four. Only four seniors. Okay. New new defense. Uh, new obviously new coaching staff. So new new defensive look. They're still going to run a four three, but it's. Uh, it's a new coach, it's the first game, the pressure's on, the win streak, BYU's no cupcake. I, I think Nebraska is excited to play this game and prove themselves, but BYU's coming in hungry. It's not like BYU has a brand new offense and a brand new head coach or anything like that. That's what Nebraska has. BYU comes in with continuity. I think that BYU can pick up where they left off at 4-0. and I think the team believes that if Taysom Hill is healthy and in that game that they have a chance and a good chance to win the game.
0: Now here's the thing, I've had some Nebraska fans tweeting at me, because we've been
1: tweeting about Nebraska for the past six months. 80 years.
0: And with game week approaching, with game day approaching, they've, they're starting to pay attention to what's happening with BYU Sports Nation and, and looking at the BYU hashtag, and there, is, there has been this, this wave of fans coming at me that Nebraska's offense is going to roll through this BYU defense. They're going to cut them like like a warm knife through butter. And I'm like,
1: okay, well. I typically don't warm my knife up, but I get the analogy. We shall
0: see. We shall see. And I was also asked on Friday by some local radio guys, what do you you think about the BYU secondary, Spencer? Do you think they can handle the Nebraska offense? And my response is, if BYU's front seven is better than they were last year, the secondary is going to be better.
1: It's amazing how much better the secondary is if there's some pressure on the quarterback. Absolutely. Yes. So... so our focus today is obviously the offense. And with Taysom Hill, I think there's a lot of confidence that BYU can do a lot of good things on offense, especially a lot of hype coming out of camp with this receiving group. Okay? Nick Kurtz, can he be a baller? Can he show up? Because I look at Nebraska and I see a, a mediocre defense from last year. Okay, I know it's a new season, but the best indicator of the future is the present. Okay, So what, what happened last year that we know right now? In yards per game, 48th in the country. Middle of the pack. That's not amazing. 49th in points allowed. You remember how the the BYU defense took a year off, right? Nebraska's defense gave up 0.5 points less per game than BYU's defense.
0: BYU was giving up 25.3 points per game to Nebraska's 24.8. That's right.
1: Okay, so you want to look at Nebraska's defense similar to BYU? I know the schedules were different, but you look at statistically. Maybe Nebraska's defense is better this year. But I think BYU can go in and put up some points. So because
0: of what Taysom Hill did in his first four starts last year, coupled to the fact that he is a senior, this is year three of Go Fast, Go Hard. And who you've got around him. And with what you just told me about the Nebraska defense, that there's not a ton of experience coming back.
1: And Bronco Mendenhall makes sure his defense, regardless of who comes back and whatnot, like you said, is giving up 14 a game in that season opening game. Contain. Contain, baby! It
0: is all about Contain. I think first to 24 wins. Jerem thinks 30-plus for the BYU offense. I like the optimism. You've come a long way since we
1: first discussed this Nebraska game two months ago. I had a relaxed weekend. I watched like three movies. It was fantastic. So I'm all relaxed. I'm all ready to go. Uh, Probably need a massage before the game. But then I'm feeling good, man. 30-plus, baby. Remember when I said Nebraska was in a state of disarray? And you were
0: like, Ah! disarray? Ah!
1: (laughs) That was my reaction. It sunk in, didn't it? It did. (laughs) I'm ready to go, man. You know what else is sinking in? I can't wait. It's
0: game week. Let's go. Countdown
3: to the Cornhuskers.
1: Five days away. And countdown to kickoff is Saturday, by the way, our pregame show. 2.30 Eastern time. Spencer Linton hosting that. Dave and Blaine in Lincoln. Uh, Brian Logan, David Nixon, and Michael Elisa. Join us in Provo. Ah, welcoming Michael Elisa to
0: the countdown to kick off crew on Saturday. Five days away. Let's go to our Twitter question today. Back to the Twitter machine.
2: It's Twitter
3: time.
0: Conversation happening right now. Use the hashtag BYUSN. What do you expect the offense to produce against Nebraska at Big Ben Ellis says high expectations for the offense? Only part that makes me nervous are the running backs. What we lack with them we make up with wide receivers.
1: And the BYU defense played a a nice role in the first two games last year. Created some short fields with turnovers and in special teams. Hopefully BYU has more of that. Coming up, what part of the BYU defense gives former NFL linebacker
0: David Nixon the most confidence as Nebraska approaches? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag
1: BYUSN. Every day is the Super Bowl here, but especially tomorrow. It's a Super Tuesday because it's 6 Eastern time tomorrow. It's the first ever rebroadcast of BYU Sports Nation. Check it out. If you missed the show earlier, you can watch it later in the day. Watch it twice. Whatever, man. 7 Eastern time. Inside BYU football. The premiere. An hour-long edition. A fall camp, recapping that like you've never seen BYU football before. That's 7 Eastern, then 8 Eastern, a preseason edition of After Further Review, the debut this year for Brian Logan, David Nixon, and the gang. Check it out, 6, 7, and 8 Eastern tomorrow night on BYU TV. I'm, I'm going home, and I'm set. I probably won't watch the show that we're on because we're on it. But at 7 o'clock <laughs> and 8 o'clock, boom, boom, I'm watching both of those. Unprecedented access. Oh, my goodness.
0: An embedded photography team with the BYU football squad behind closed doors at practices up close and personal. Like you've never seen them. Absolutely amped for this. Our Twitter question today. What do you expect the BYU offense to produce against Nebraska? At Elko Cougar chimes in. Four touchdowns, two field goals. BYU 34, Nebraska 27. Taysom 60% completions. 290 passing yards, Algie with 80
1: rushing yards. I I could see that exact scenario playing out.
0: What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? Join the conversation. Joining us right now is David Nixon, former BYU and NFL linebacker. David, let's start with today's Twitter question. What do you expect a senior quarterback, Taysom Hill, led BYU offense to do against Nebraska in the season opener?
2: Just enough to win the game. Um, no, I, I think in the red zone, I think, you're, I, I think they go three for four touchdowns. And then I think there are a couple extra field goals uh, to put this thing 27 and uh, twenty-seven to 21. I think BYU squeaks this one out. Mm. I, I'm, just, I'm just going straight out of the gates with the prediction. There it is right there. <laughs>
0: 27-21, David Nixon, BYU over Nebraska.
1: Interesting. Okay, so I, I'm confident like you that BYU can go in and win this game on the road. What are, what are some of the ideas that lend you to think that way?
2: You know, I think the biggest thing you've got a senior quarterback in Taysom Hill, which is which is obviously crucial and, and huge. I mean, there's there's nothing more important than having a guy at the helm, especially on the road. When you're when you're starting the road, you've got to have a guy uh, that has the command of the offense that that the rest of the team's not worried. Hey, this guy gonna be able to produce when he, when you know, it comes down to pressure. Of course, he can do it out on the practice field, but when it comes down to being um, you know on the field on the road, can he produce? And, and I think you know the team will rally around that. Beyond that, you know, looking at this fall camp, it's been spectacular. I've watched both sides. Both sides have each had their days, right? Offense one day scoring touchdowns all over the defense. Defense comes back the next day. They have some picks. They have some stops. Um, and, and you've seen different guys emerge. And, and they real, I've, you know, you've really seen that depth build at each position. Um, to, to where, you know, Taysom mentioned just uh, a few days ago that he's never seen a team more unified, Uh team kind of with one purpose and with one goal uh, ready to go at it. And, and I think that's evident. Uh, the way they've had their fall camp, Coach Menhall even praised the team himself, saying this is one of the bad, better fall camps we've had in a long time. So, um, you know, I think all that uh, just kind of keeps that momentum going uh, into this week uh, with uh, Game Day on Saturday.
0: Dave, in 2006, your sophomore year, you opened the season against a Power 5 team at Arizona. Now, as we just discussed, BYU's 5-1 in their last six openers with a senior quarterback in the last 20 years. Now, that one loss was at Arizona, the game I just referenced. What's the most difficult part about opening a season on the road?
2: It's it's just tough. You're, you, so your first game is always a kind of a shaky game, but then you open on the road, and then it becomes even tougher. But then you open on the road against a P5 school that has, you know, for this, this week, 90,000 people there. It makes it even, you know, that much more tough. So it, it, there's no question the environment and everything around it is uh, difficult to, to deal with. But, once again, a senior quarterback um, is is I mean, you can't put a price tag on it. It's so valuable, and 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 knowing the offense. And here's the thing with this BYU offense is great they're so used to hand signals and, and, and the boards they put up that that's how they communicate. And so the crowd noise really shouldn't get to this BYU offense. Um, you know, Typically you have in your pro-style offense where the quarterback's underneath the, the center, uh, where you're breaking out of a huddle, you know, there's, there's some communication going on. But with, with the way the BYU offense runs and the go fast, go hard, but with, with hand signals, um, it really lends to be able to play in this type of environment and, and excel at it. So I think, I think this offense should be fine. A um, you know, big question mark, obviously, is the running back who's going to be able to produce there. I personally believe you know, BYU will come out, and I think they'll air it out. And I think they'll, they'll hand the ball off to Algie, get some you know, good quality yards on, on first down, second down. Uh, but then he's got so many weapons with Nick Kirch, Juergens, uh, of course Mitch Matthews. Uh, Devon Blackman will get, you know, hopefully get some playing time in there. That you've got a lot of weapons to distribute the ball around to. Um, and, and I think, you know, that we've kind of punched them in the mouth and get them on their heels and kind of air it out. And then, of course, Taysom will probably do his own thing and rush, you know, for over 100 yards, uh, just, just at ease. So. Um, I think the biggest thing, though, is, is, is moving the ball. I mean, you look back to last year, they were, BYU was 37th in the country on third down conversion percent. They've got to be better, especially when you're on the road against Nebraska, because that first game of the year, um, you know, you can't have your defense out there all game getting tired because a guy like Tom, Tommy Armstrong, quarterback for Nebraska, he'll wear down that defense if he has enough time. BYU
0: football linebacker. And former NFL linebacker David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dave, you you brought up the big stage. And I've heard some people say, Taysom Hill's not ready for Nebraska. He's not ready for for a stage like Lincoln Memorial on opening day. You know, I disagree because he's played at Wisconsin. He's played at Texas. He's played at Notre Dame. So I don't think this is anything new for Taysom Hill playing in a big-time environment. Should I be more concerned about that?
2: No, I I think you're right. I think you're right exactly. You look at these guys. I mean, BYU traditionally used to playing at New Mexico and at Laramie. And so playing in these environments, I think it only makes the guys prepared that much more. I remember when we went and played, uh, like you said, in 06 at Arizona and at Boston College, unfortunately both losses. But I do remember the preparation is is different because you realize this is a national stage. I mean, BYU playing on primetime television this week. Um, And so as a player, you do put some extra emphasis into it. Uh, knowing kind of what, what's at stake. And so I think I Taysom's think ready. Like you said, he's excelled on these biggest stages with Texas. And you know, you saw what he did there. Um, and and he's, he's obviously a stellar athlete. So I think he'll have this offense going. Uh, and I think they'll be able to move the ball, but they've got to do it consistently. They can't have spurts where, you know, they, they have a good drive and then they go, you know, a couple series of three and outs. They, they've got to do it consistently throughout the game um, to, to make sure that, that momentum stays with them and they can produce some points.
1: And I'd have to look this up, but I believe that Taysom Hill has played in more games against Power Five teams than any other quarterback in BYU history. It's nine. It, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that has more. And if, if it's not Taysom Hill, become that guy pretty quickly. Let's let's uh, take us to the mind of a defense player on BYU's team. You've got a senior quarterback. For example, you went into that Arizona game, you were a sophomore off your mission, but you went into that Arizona game and you had a senior quarterback in John Beck. What kind of difference does that make for the defense?
2: Everything. <laughs> Everything. Because you're not worried of the defense saying, hey, we're going to have to go out here and win this game. We, we, you're not saying we've got a freshman quarterback where defensively we have to play in a perfect game in order to have a chance in this game. It's, it's actually the exact opposite. You're saying, look, we've got a guy who's going to put up points. We've got to make sure we do our job uh, and, and do enough to get this win. Um, so it takes a lot of pressure off the defense because, believe me, there were times where, where we, we did have to worry about, you know, c- where are going to be able to you know, stop the team to be able to get the ball back in our offensive of hands so they could hopefully score some points. Um, but uh, having, a, having a senior guy, and on top of that, just the emotional leader that he is for this team, I mean, is huge. You know, you talked about last year when he went down the injury, you heard from all the players. It was, it was a tough week or two to get that adjustment to move on from it because he was such a, such a vocal guy, and he was a great leader on the field by just his, his, his example and, and his, his, the way he goes about playing. So um, senior quarterback's huge. I mean, they, they, the good thing, too, is you realize as a defense, hey, this guy's seen everything. Taysom's seen every defense. He's seen that. He's seen basically every blitz thrown at him. I mean, we have confidence in this guy that there's not going to be anything Nebraska's going to bring out of the package that he hasn't seen. Um, he, he knows how to study film. He knows to pre- how to prepare. And so you can kind of rest easy a little bit uh, as a defense, knowing that our office should be in good hands.
0: David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dave, when you talk about the mentality change from fall camp to an actual game week, what really happens? What, what goes on in the, in the mind of a player When they go from offense versus defense and fall camp now to, hey, let's get ready for Nebraska.
2: Oh man, there's nothing more refreshing than, than than all of a sudden switching your mindset from watching the BYU offense uh, and how you're playing against them to all of a sudden looking at personnel and looking at schemes that, that this Nebraska team is going to run. I mean, it is by far the best feeling ever, and uh, you know it's it's an exciting time too because now you're not you're not watching BYU, but you're watching actual film. You know, in the past you're watching just practice film, which gets pretty boring after a while, but now you're watching game film and watching personnel and, and, and watching tendencies because that's to be honest, you're not really watching tendencies of your own BYU offensive line during fall camp. I mean, you're, you're more worried about yourself and the defense and how you're gelling together and if you're running the perfect scheme. Uh, but now you can start honing in and really studying these guys. Uh, once again, first week's always tough because you, you have different personnel. You know, maybe uh, certain linemen are kind of shifting around for the opposing team or, or, or for the offense, You know, di- different uh, corners or whatever it may be. But um, all in all uh it is it's a great feeling and it's it's good because you, you now know look those that fall camp three four weeks is behind us and now it's game week it's it's ready to go and we're, we're ready to go and it is time to go and um it is it's it's a great feeling kind of putting that behind you and now knowing the season's here and it's, it's time to go out there and play ball
1: david what do we know about this byu defense going into the nebraska game
2: well, we know the front seven is is dynamic, and I think, you know, the, obviously the depth there um, continues to grow week in, week out, especially amongst the linebackers. We see guys shuffling in and out, uh, mixing with different combinations. So – I'm confident this, this BYU defense with the front seven is going to be stout come Nebraska, um, which, is, which is perfect because you've got a kind of more inexperienced secondary that's going to need the help with that front seven to put some pressure um, on, the, on the quarterback, on Tommy Armstrong. And when I say pressure, it's not necessarily sacks, but more just getting their hands up, getting in his face, making him uncomfortable because a quarterback like Armstrong that's not a true pocket quarterback, he likes to be out and about. So if you can contain him uh, and, and make him feel uncomfortable in that pocket, then it gives your you know, young inexperienced secondary a chance to to break on balls and, and be more confident with themselves. So um I really expect Bronco to, to put some pressure. And you, and you heard, we've heard in the media, uh, both Coach Riley and Tommy Armstrong mentioning that BYU does a great job of, of bringing blitzes. That's kind of what BYU is known for, is, is Bronco Menhall brings a lot, lots of blitzes from lots of different areas of the field. Um, and so you, you, are, you can already tell <laughs> they're almost in the mind of the quarterback already, uh, which is, which is a good start. But I expect BYU, uh, and, and Coach Menhall now with the helm of the defense to bring a lot of pressure, uh, to help re- you know, relieve the pressure off that secondary. Um, but even then, I, think, I expect that secondary, especially with Coach Howell now having his complete time to devote to them, I, I expect him to come out there and be very Simon Sound with their eyes um, and with their technique to, to be able to you know play well and, and not let any big bombs get behind them.
0: All right, David, quickly, and you, maybe you've already answered this, in what aspect of the BYU defense do you have the most confidence?
2: Bronco Men <laughs> And most people are probably looking for players or a position, but I I, the most confidence I have is Bronco that he'll have a perfect scheme and game plan ready for these guys. I mean, the the good thing with with this defense is they've they've been playing against Taysom all fall camp. I guess if there's one positive about going against your own offense all the time, is they're basically facing a Tommy Armstrong every day in fall camp, Uh, and so they'll, they'll be familiar with a running quarterback that's you know very lethal with his legs. But, uh, you know, I think Bronco, I have confidence in him because I know he can put a game plan together, a scheme together uh, that is tailored to these type of offenses. And uh, I think he'll have the guys ready, and I think you'll see that defense. Even though you've got young corners and young secondary, uh, we saw glimpses of greatness from last year. And I think they'll be that much better now with a fall camp spring ball underneath their belts that they'll come out there and play lights out. You can
0: watch David Nixon after further review and countdown to kickoff this week. Both original programs from BYU TV Sports. David, great stuff. Thanks, man.
2: All right, guys. Take care.
0: All right, 27-21. David Nixon likes BYU over And Nebraska. he came out of the
2: gate with that. Right with he the was score He ready.
1: He woke up with that score in mind.
0: <laughs> Interesting. He, he's it's... envisioned the red zone scenarios.
1: Yeah, he's like three for four. Three for okay. four. Couple of field he, goals. He probably has tackles for loss from Bronson Kafusi figured out. You know, we should have. Had, we ran out of time. That's how he rolls, man.
0: Up next, what kind of a difference does a senior starter at quarterback really make for BYU? Who better to ask than former BYU QB Riley Nelson? We'll do that next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Get grits for breakfast, baby. Welcome back, sports friends Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Starting tomorrow, six Eastern time, BYU Sports Nation re-airs for the first time ever. So the live show at noon Eastern the re-air at six Eastern. That's part of Super Tuesday tomorrow night.
0: Also this Friday, we will be live on location from the BYU store the day before BYU Nebraska.
1: 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern time. So if you're local, you want to come hang out, we got uh, some swag to give away. Hashtag confetti. Mm. <laughs> the countdown to the Cornhuskers will... Finalize. Let's
0: refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Women's soccer, the 11th-ranked team in the country, beat Colorado 2-0 on Friday in front of a record crowd of 5,589. BYU women's soccer in Lincoln, of all places, today to try and go 3-0 and when they take on Nebraska. They
1: set the tone, Spencer. Cougars in the PGA did work in the Barclays over the weekend. Zach Blair tied for fourth. Daniel Summerhays tied for sixth. Blair jumped from 106 in the FedEx standings to 45th. Both made over $200,000 yesterday.
0: You know, over a quarter of a mil for both. Jeez. It's just nuts. Some BYU NFL news now. Wani Unga had five tackles for the Giants. Alani Fua tackle in an Arizona win. Kyle Van Noy says his injury is week to week. He doesn't expect to be out for a long time. But he's yet to announce what the injury actually is. And the Minnesota Vikings, in what I think is a shocker, released Jordan Leslie. He didn't make the first cut.
1: Interesting. The USA Today, just a moment ago, produced a Heisman watch list. Taysom Mill listed number eight in that list. The 11th ranked women's volleyball team went two for three in, over the weekend in LA. BYU beat Chicago State, seventh ranked North Carolina, lost on USC's home court. Their number 22. BYU back in action this week in St. Louis.
0: Our second guest today, another former BYU player, BYU quarterback, and you know what? Let's just go ahead and call him our BYU Sports Nation offensive football analyst, along with Blaine Fowler, but he put himself there. Riley Nelson, welcome <laughs> back to BYU Sports Nation.
3: Thanks for having me on, guys. Can you believe it? We can actually talk about actual gameplay and not speculation and practice. I'm You're
1: pumped. telling us, man. It's all year, man. Um, we had a fun little conversation on Twitter uh, while you were in Spain last week. Um, you mentioned, hey, where's the game? Because you were visiting Spain. We gave you, we gave you the digits. Did you end up going to the game the, while BYU was in Spain?
3: <laughs> so... Uh... I, you know, as most married men can attest to, you lose 90% of the uh, arguments that you get into. So <laughs> <I, laughs> he said, she, My wife goes, What are you doing on your phone? I said, Did you, BYU basketball teams playing up, uh, you know, and where they were playing was cool. It's actually by camp now. It's, uh, anyway, it's a real cool facility where Barcelona football plays. And uh, I said, Let's go catch the game tonight. She says, I'm not spending my last evening in Europe. Uh, going to a basketball game that we can go to when we're at home, so I lost out on that, but I was glad to see they won
1: pick okay. your, pick your battles that's exactly. that's wise. Yeah. yeah
3: exactly <laughs> yeah, if I would have gone, she probably would have made me take her back to Europe a lot sooner, but see, she got to end the trip um at the way she wanted. So hopefully that buys me a few more years without having to pay for those airlines. So okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, this is long term projecting here. I like I like what you're thinking. Well let's let's project about the BYU offense now, Riley. Our Twitter question today is what do you expect the BYU offense to produce specifically against Nebraska? What are your thoughts?
3: So I, I see you know it with it being the first first game and with Taysom being back and and them being relatively healthy. I'd say, conservatively high twenties, low thirties. Which, you know, I I picked the Cougs of uh, winning this game. I think you know with Mike Riley coming in, being a new coach, and the rocky spring that they had, and you don't hear a ton of optimism coming out of uh, of their fall camp. uh, You know, even with the questions that our defense has to answer after their performance last year, I see that you know we'll say twenty eight to thirty points being enough to. To get it done to improve on Saturday.
1: Having a senior quarterback matters. Um, you experienced this against Washington State as the starter. What kind of difference does that make having a senior QB at the helm?
3: Well, especially in that first game, it's not—it's not a first game for him, and everyone else can feed off that. They, they can feed off that um, experience, that composure, and and really be able to treat that like any other game, even though everyone is so excited for it being the beginning of the season and, the, and you know, on TV and in front of big crowds. So it, it helps from a composure standpoint now. The talent and execution has to be there, and that's the question that is unanswered. But the, the composure and leadership from a senior quarterback can kind of lessen that learning curve and keep things a little bit more level than being sporadic as you're working out the kinks. You know, as young guys are learning, you know, coming up to speed in the gameplay, and you're gelling together as an offense when facing live action.
0: How long did it take you to really settle in in that first game against Washington State, your senior year? What was it in the first quarter? Did it come after halftime? When when was that?
3: No, it was it was within the first quarter after after a drive or two. It really was the same as it was for every game. You go out. And you wanna see about two drives to make sure that they're running everything probably in the first game three drives. Make sure that they're running at all the schemes and you're seeing the same alignments and same formations uh that you studied on film. Right? I know I know that um BYU's been watching some Oregon State film, uh We'll see with it being the defensive coordinator coming over. They're going to run a base cover four, cover two package, do a little bit of combo, man up on the outside, you know, one-on-one on on the outside, combo the middle. And so, you know, it only takes a few series. I think Taysom, it'll be all right. We've studied some Oregon State film, We've studied some Nebraska personnel from last year. Go out, confirm all of your thoughts coming into the game. And once those are confirmed, you just, you know, relax and play.
1: Without uh, Jamal Williams, how does that change the playbook, in your opinion, for BYU, if at all? It just—it just really
3: hurts. Well, I shouldn't say hurts, but it really. We need to prove depth at that running back position because I think, uh, both internally and externally, from the players, coaches, and even fans, we want all of Taysom's running attempts to be. You know, wide open space. He's creating plays. He's extending plays, and not having to line up on a third and four and go get five yards to get a first down running football. Right. So, without Jamal there, it's just one less proven player, and it means one more unproven player has to step up. So, it remains to be seen how much of, of an effect that will have on the offensive production. Uh, but that, it's it's hard to call at this at this point.
0: Riley Nelson with us on BYU Sports Nation former BYU quarterback beat Washington State in his senior opener 30 to 6 Riley when we look at this BYU offense and the dynamic that was set up last year by Bronco Mendenhall kind of saying look in Taysom we trust we hope the defense is good enough but we feel like we can win every game because we have Taysom Hill do you feel like that dynamic has changed at all from last year to this year and that it is all kind of riding on Taysom Hill
3: Uh, I don't believe it's changed much. I mean, I think is obviously not only our best player, but he's one of the best players across the country And you do that. Now, what you hope, here's what I'm anxious to see from the defense perspective. Yeah, we do have a lot of guys returning, but it's a lot of guys returning from a defense that had significant troubles last year. And so you hope that experience can make up for a lot, being that a lot of those guys having those troubles were, you know, freshmen, retro freshmen, and sophomores. You hope that that year of experience can help, but at the same time, in the back of your mind, it's a worry that it's like, okay, these are the same players that got broke was last year. Just who they are, or you know, is there room to get better? So until the defense can kind of prove a greater contributing role, both from limiting other offenses and then creating havoc and turnovers and and, uh, things that way, it's got to be in case that we trust if we hope that the defense can improve along. And so that, uh, you know, Jason's contributions become, rather than becoming vital and necessary, can become, um, what's the word, like frosting on the cake, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, and when you look at the defense, like you said, there's there's some unknowns there. Uh, I think people trust that Bronco Mendenhall will steer the ship in the right direction and hopefully get those guys playing better than they would. But offensively, in your opinion, Riley, what do we know about the BYU offense, whether that be schemes or people?
3: We know that – so great uh, – I'll go in that order, great order sitting up. As far as schemes, they're going to run a ton of plays. And whenever you're running a ton of plays, the reason why everyone went to up-tempo offenses was, yeah, it puts some pressure on a defense, but it was simple math. The more plays you run, the more opportunities you give yourself to score. So maintaining the, the, hot, the up-tempo offense will – you know, we'll still be able to have games rattle off 40, 50, and be able to roll peaks Now, the other thing is that it can also put a lot of pressure on your defense because you can, you know, get some quick series. It's, it's your three announcer 40 seconds long, right? But um, we know that we have a proven player in in uh, Taysom Hill. We have a proven player in Mitch Matthews. We have a he's got to show a little bit more composure to me, uh, but. Tejan Karoma is a a proven leader of the offensive line, although I'd like to see a little bit more maturity and consistency out of him. Um, And, and, you know, you know what you're getting in Algie Brown. It's obviously a different type of player than you were uh, getting from Jamal Williams. But it's nice to go through each of those position groups and have at least a proven or somewhat proven commodity as leader. When you have that kind of leadership and and established foundation, um, then, you know, your expectations don't vary as much.
0: Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson bringing it on Monday on BYU Sports Nation. Riley, first of all, I'm glad you made it back from Spain. And two, it's great to talk football with you. Let's do it again soon.
3: Fantastic. Will do it. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: You got it, man. What do you expect from the BYU offense and their production against Nebraska? That is our Twitter question today.
1: This just happened during our conversation as well. Mike Riley announced that he will announce the five sus- suspended players for Nebraska later this week. If we don't find out from BYU and media availability, potential suspension today, I imagine that will be the same thing for BYU.
0: Nebraska has already released their depth chart. BYU's still to come. Up next, will Taysom Hill run for more than 100 yards on Saturday? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live in the studio, Bizzle.
1: Saturday, countdown to kickoff is live at 2.30 Eastern time on BYU TV as we go live from Lincoln and Provo. If you're local and you want to reserve a seat and hang out for the show and watch the game on a 27-foot screen, all of that sounds amazing, right? Come hang out with us. You can reserve your seat on BYUtv.org slash audience. That's BYUtv.org slash Audience and of course tweet, come hang out with us. We have live pre and post game shows again this year for BYU football. Two thirty Eastern Saturday.
0: It's like a six hour football party with pizza in the middle, people. Dude.
1: Yeah, if you're local, come hang out. Bring your friends. I think it's eight and up. Uh, come hang out. If you're not, tune into the show and check it out.
0: Now if you're not local and you're across the country somewhere, Which it's, is it's still like it. a six hour football
1: party. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and it's going to be okay. awesome. Again, the game is on ABC uh, National. Kickoff at 3.36. So the sixth part is nice because that means you can go use the restroom, come back, and know that you're not going to miss kickoff. Boom. Twitter question today. What
0: do you expect the BYU offense to produce against Nebraska on ABC National? Send in your tweets using the hashtag BYUSN. At Blue says, bombs away! Offense going old school like the Lavelle days, especially with the running back changes.
1: Go fast, go hard, go deep. That was the talk last year, you remember? The bomb squad? Oh, the bomb squad. One, two, three. Bomb squad! They still, I, I believe they finished spring ball with that um, cheer. I, I, yeah, from this year. That okay. happened. That's not the conversation this year, and I don't see BYU going all of a sudden wholesale change. Without Jamal, we did not see that in fall camp. BYU is going to be more of what they've been the last couple years than that. Tweet in from at Smith. This has nothing to do with Nebraska.
0: All about Jerem's hair. Jerem's okay. hair is a distraction during game week. Hashtag cut Jerem's hair. <laughs> Does
1: this guy work for the honor code office? Like, can I not play intramurals? What's the sitch? It's your football hair. I told you it's this my earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. I
0: like the little tail popping out of the end of the
1: helmet. Listen, it's re- It's it's people like RBYU smith that I keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you now. 100% for you. I'm going to wake up in the morning think, at RBYU Smith wants me to continue this. Okay, we need an immediate feedback
0: Twitter poll. Next 10 minutes, BYU fans, <laughs> should Jerem cut his hair? Yes or no?
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> the next 10 minutes, immediate poll. Jerem Jordan I'm, to cut his hair or not? I'm interested to see what it is, but it's not going to sway me either way. I'm getting a haircut <laughs> this week at some point. Come on. Right now, let's play More or Less. More or Less. On BYU Sports Nation. More in the
0: back. (laughs) If you're new to the program, more or less, this is how it works. We throw out a number. Jeremy and I listen to it, decipher it, and decide if there will be more or less of that in the game scenario. Number one. More or less, BYU's offense will score more or less than 35 points on Saturday.
1: Ooh, 35's a lot. I'll go less. I think low 30s would be pretty stinking good for the opener at Nebraska. Like it, it it's hard to expect more than 35 36 plus. Wow. That'd I be s- that'd be quite quite the number. I say less. I'm right there with David Nixon yeah. and
0: Riley Nelson. I think the first team to 24 wins the game like high 20s. High 20s would do. Them. Mid to high 20s, I think BYUs in good in good, a good place even though I say less. Number 2. Taysom Hill will rush for more or less than 100 yards on Saturday. All
1: oh, snap. I know what I want. I want less, but will he rush for 100 more? Will he shoulder the burden of no Jamal Williams? And is Nate Carter effective? Is Algernon Brown effective? I'll go. I'll go more. I'll go more. Do you think he has a big lo- Is there a big I, I, run I, in there somewhere? Yeah, he's got to have a big run in there. A 30-plus, a 40-plus. So you think there, there will be one of those? We're, uh, listen, everyone's scared of Taysom Hill running a bunch. Because no one wants him hurt, okay? But if that's what it takes to win, and that's the risk, you might have to play that game. I hope not, but that might be the game you play. That's
0: exactly why I say less. If the one thing that Nebraska has prepared for, it's Taysom Hill's ability with his legs. They are going to make Taysom beat them with his arm. I say less than 100 yards because they will put all of the pressure on Taysom Hill throwing the ball.
1: It doesn't always work. Number three. Mitch Matthews will have more or less catches than Nick
3: Kurtz on Saturday.
1: We would ask this question. Less. Nick Kurtz will have more. I think that Matthews will draw some serious attention and that Kurtz will open up and have a breakout game. And it's, it's either going to be a, you know, a standout game for these guys. and They're going to lead the way in a game where the corners are better and you need your best receivers out there. You need an elite-type performance, right? Or you get the gang, do, the squad, doing their thing. Blackman. Pearson, Juergens, Houck, all those guys getting a bunch of catches and making it happen. I think Taysom throws 45 passes in this game, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities.
0: If Taysom Hill throws 45 passes, Mitch Matthews will have more catches than Nick Kurtz. Mm. He's the proven commodity. I don't care if he will have the attention. You go to the man that you have played the most with, that you trust the most. If you're in trouble and you only have time to make one or two reads, most of the time, one of those first two reads is going to be Mitch Matthews. And Nick Kurtz. Number four. <laughs> BYU will score more or less than Nebraska.
1: More. BYU wins this game. BYU wins this game and starts the season off right. And if they don't, I'll be sad. <laughs> also, add AE5LD. Cut your hair, Jerom. J-E-R-O-M. That's how you spell my name. You look like a hippie. I look oh. like a hippie? Really? I think the definition of hippie has changed quite a bit. This isn't BYU-Idaho, people. BYU will score more
0: than Nebraska. I've been plugging that for how long now? Since we had the initial discussion about Nebraska being in a state of disarray?
1: Since it was announced in 2012. Yeah,
0: baby. (laughs) BYU will score, well, maybe not that long ago. I might have been a little bit more concerned right when it came out. But the situation, it's all situational. BYU scores more than Nebraska. They win this game. Serious hype coming home for the home opener against Boise State.
1: How about this? I don't cut my hair until BYU loses. Wow. How about that? I like it. We'll go I am, opposite. I am nervous about the sides. I need that
0: trimmed. <laughs> Can we get this approved through the honor code office? Can we have an, ex, like an exception? Someone said
1: anything to me. I'm cool, good. man. Okay, so you're good right now. but I'm not, It's not a McMahon situation. People hiding in the bushes. You will cut
0: your hair until BYU loses <laughs> a football game.
1: Yeah. Has Whitney signed off no, on this? <laughs> no. Here, no, here's what happens. I get up here on the Rammy Umptum and I say stuff that doesn't make sense and I get burned later. That's what happens. Samson.
0: Oh. Samson on
1: the Rammy Umptum. How's that for a I scriptural like it. tie?
0: I like it. With basketball, it was shave the head. Now with football, it's grow it out as long as you can.
1: It all makes sense to me. I might not be able to play flag football like I hoped, but that's okay. Listen, it all makes sense. I'm not, sense head, to I'm not me. Chase Fisher headband guy in Spain. Do you Who see has that? Hair, hair? Chase Locked? Fisher or you? Chase does. In yeah, the back, I he's think got some I do in the serious. In the front, he's got he does sick I party flow. in the back, he parties in the
0: back. Chase Fisher has some sick flow right now. He does have sick flow. Woo! On off. Up. up next, Jeremy cut his hair, plus the cougar whip around. this is BYU sports nation. Who cares about my hair? BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it
1: most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Around Soccer. BYU beat Colorado 2-0 Friday at Southfield, setting a new home attendance record, 5,589. The Cougars are in Lincoln today to play Nebraska at 8 Eastern.
0: Cougars in the PGA. Former Cougars did work in the Barclays over the weekend. <laughs> Zach Blair tied for fourth. Daniel Summerhays with a sixth-place finish. Blair finished, jumped rather, from White 106th blue. in the FedEx Cup standings to 45th with that fourth-place finish.
1: In the NFL. Some BYU NFL news. Wani Jung had five tackles in a Giants loss. Lonnie Fua had one tackle in an Arizona win. Kyle Van Oy says his injury is week to week, but is yet to announce what the injury is. And the Minnesota Vikings have released Jordan Leslie. Women's volleyball.
0: The 11th ranked Cougars go two for three over the weekend on a trip to California. BYU beat Chicago State and 7th ranked North Carolina. They were later swept by 22nd ranked USC.
1: Baseball. Jacob Brugman went two for three with an RBI and a 5 3 Midland Rockhounds win versus Frisco. Throw the records out when those two get together. Taylor Colt pitched seven innings, giving up no runs and striking out five, but got a no decision in the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. 1 nothing loss to the Binghamton Mets.
0: Men's volleyball. That Midland Frisco rivalry is it? It's, it's huge. Sean Olms had announced Jalen Reyes, former BYU volleyballer, will be an assistant coach on the men's volleyball staff. Reyes graduated last year of course, was the four-year starter at Libero for the Cougs.
1: Future guest Blaine Fowler, Nebraska head coach Mike Riley will join us Wednesday. Sean Olmstead to release the men's volleyball schedule, Chris Schmidt of HaleVarsity.com, and Brian Keel. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help and you need it
0: most, DexterLaw.com. How about Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays, both earning over a quarter of a million dollars for their top six finishes at the Barclays.
1: I can't decide if I'm, like, super excited for that or just angry that that's not me. (laughs) What do you expect the BYU offense to
0: produce against Nebraska? That's our Twitter question. Let's go to our Elite Tweet so we can get some of Jerem's
3: hair tweets in.
0: At BYUFan1995 says, I'm going to watch live, the rebroadcast, and download the podcast of BYU Sports Nation and listen to it all night. Cannot wait for
1: football. My man. My man. That is the Elite Tweet. Okay.
0: Should Jerem cut his hair? At Patrick TL says... Please, for the love of all things holy, cut your hair, Jerem.
1: No, <laughs> I'm not cutting it till BYU loses. At deyoung young
0: 1993 says so. Jerem Jordan won't be cutting his hair until
3: 2016.
1: Blue Goggle alert. Alert. I'll be cutting it at Jerram's 2015. Working on some sick flow. Himself. A couple of times, people. Oh. oh my goodness! How much time we have left? 20 seconds. Good. Yep. Thanks to David Nixon, Riley Nelson, and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues 24 seven on Twitter. Use the hashtag #BYUSN. At Shy Kurt Vlog says,
0: "Keep it, Jeremy. I'm living my balding days through you." Yeah, dog. #Hashtag you, Typical bro. BYU fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're on demand. Download the app. iTunes or tune in. Shout out to Vea.